Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Hunt Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, only about 13 minutes, but every single day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word and helping us to stay focused on our spiritual lives, on our relationship with God, on our faith. Faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Help people in your life get into God's Word and turn their lives around, grow in their faith, Come to God for forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ. Share these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. With family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. What a blessing it will be if you could help somebody turn their life around and maybe even get to heaven by getting them into God's word through these short studies every day but that will also be a blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to move on in our line of thought and study. We're talking about heart problems, and we have already looked at a number of different, different specific problems of the heart. Again, not physical heart. We're talking about our soul. We're talking about our spiritual being. We're talking about our mindset. We're talking about our lifestyle, our conscience, what our value system is. That's all of that. When Jesus responded to the question, what is the great commandment in the law? In Matthew chapter 22, he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And Luke included with all your strength. Well, He's talking about with every bit of your being. It's not that physical muscle or organ in your chest that pumps blood through your circulatory system. It's, it's the deeper matter of or reality of who we are, what we are, with all of our being, and particularly from the spiritual perspective, with all of our soul. We've talked about different different specific heart problems, and in this particular one, we're talking about worry. A lot of people may not think that's a heart problem. They may be surprised that I would be focusing on worry as a problem of the heart, but it is because it's a a product of where our heart is set. What is the seedbed of worry? How do we think? Why are we so focused upon worry, upon worrying about things? We looked at Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 34, and in those 10 verses, Jesus talks about the necessities of life. And five times in those 10 verses, he teaches against worry. Worry. (laughs) We also read about uh, Martha and her, her sister Mary when Jesus came to their house, and he was teaching them. And Mary, she sat there and listened all the way through. The text is Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. And Martha, she got to thinking about, I ought to get up and prepare a meal for for the Lord here and for all of us here gathered at this time. And so she started doing that. And she kept noticing that Mary was not helping her. She was still sitting there listening to Jesus teach. And so she finally, Martha finally told Jesus, tell Mary to get up and help me with this meal. And Jesus instructed her, Martha, Martha, you are worried about many things. But Mary, your sister, she's focused on the better part, and that's not going to be taken from her. Now, I'm paraphrasing a little bit in there. But see, Jesus tried to get across to Martha, 
I, the Savior is here in your house, and he's teaching you about spiritual matters and ultimately about eternal matters and eternal life. Don't worry about the meal. Sit down with Mary, your sister, and listen to my teaching. That's the essence of what he was trying to get across. See, we worry about all kinds of things, don't we? And some people are just plain worriers. They worry all the time. And if there's nothing right now to worry about, they worry about something that might happen. Well, we looked at the first classification of worry that we wanted to, con- to cover, and that was a whole lot of people worry about things that have already happened. And probably that's a pit that most of us fall into. It's already taken place. Okay, if it's already happened, how can we fix it through worrying about it? It's already been done. We cannot undo it. Now, we can deal with the situation through some reasonable, logical reasoning and a whole lot of prayer to God for wisdom and guidance and blessing, but we can't make what happened not have happened. Someone has said, have you ever tried to saw sawdust? <laughs> well, again, why worry about it if it's already happened? Now, it can bring sorrow. It can bring some emotional feelings to your, to your, to your life, to your heart, but you can't make it not have happened. Now, you can move on from that particular point and deal with the consequences of whatever it is that has already happened, but you can't make it not have happened by worrying about it, and you can't really fix it by just worrying about it. Take action. Do something. We specifically focused on if you're worrying about some sin in your life, seek God's forgiveness. If you've not yet done that by coming to God through Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, repenting of your sins, that means turning away from them, and surrendering to him in baptism for the remission of your sins so that the blood he shed on the cross can cleanse you of the guilt of your sins, and you can be saved, then do that. If you've already done that and you said, but I slipped back into sin, well, then repent of those sins and come to God in prayer through Jesus Christ and seek God's forgiveness. And John wrote in 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9, God's ready to forgive you, cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Accept God's blessing of forgiveness. If a matter involves a brother or sister in Christ, God has given us steps to take in such, in such matters. If a fellow Christian has become unfaithful, go to him in love. Strive to lead him back to faithfulness. That's what we're told in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 1. And also in James chapter 5, verses 19 and 20. Now, if you need to make something right between yourself and another Christian, then go to him humbly, and if the sin is on your part, repent before him. Matthew chapter 5, verses 23 and 24. If a brother has sinned against you, don't hate him. Go to him privately in love and with a readiness to forgive and confront him. Bring his sin before his eyes. He may not even realize that he has done you wrong. May not have meant to do that. But you have you can do that. You can go to him. You can talk to him. You can pray with him. Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 through 17. Now, if the matter 
over which you're worrying is incidental, it's no re- not really any big deal, then let it go and stop worrying about it. So don't worry about things that have already happened. Now, second classification of things that people worry about, things that almost inevitably will happen. So a lot of people, they worry about things that are almost certainly going to happen and over which they have virtually no control. So if that's the case, why worry about them? They're going to happen. Many people worry about getting old. Well, what's the alternative? (laughs) Psalm 90 and verse 10. People worry about dying, but unless the Lord comes again first, we're all going to die. The Hebrews writer says in Hebrews 9 and verse 27, it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. Now, it's the judgment following death, physical death, that ought to really worry some people because it has been appointed by God that there's going to be that day of judgment, and we're going to be judged by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who died on that cross to pay the price for the guilt of our sins. Have you come to him as the Savior for forgiveness? Have you repented of your sins? Have you been baptized into him so the blood that he shed on that cross for you will, can forgive you of your sins? Now, if you haven't done that, you need to do that. But that day is appointed, Acts chapter 17 and verse 31. Some people worry about their children growing up, marrying, and moving off on their own. Uh, Isn't that exactly what you're raising them to do? Preparing them for? Marriage was instituted by God and is honorable, Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 4. The best thing parents can do to prepare their children for the day when they will strike out on their own is to raise them in the ways of the Lord. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 4 says to fathers, but the instruction obviously would cover parents, both father and mother, bring your children up in the nurture and admonition or the instruction and discipline of the Lord. Teach them about God. Teach them about their Savior, Jesus Christ. Teach them from God's Word Teach them to walk in faithful dedication to God throughout their lives, to believe in him and serve him throughout their lives. The best thing a parent can do for their children, the best thing, we think about making sure they go to college, making sure they get this great education, making sure that they're prepared through some kind of... of, of, uh, Uh, discipline through which they can earn a great living. All of those things are fine, but they're not the most important thing a parent can do for their children. The most important thing a parent can do for their children is to teach them about God and Christ and heaven and help them get to heaven. Specific focused prayer is also powerful. 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 17, pray without ceasing. Okay? 
Ephesians 3 and verse 20, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. You're concerned? You're worrying about something that almost certainly is going to happen? Pray about it. Take it to God in prayer. Again, your children growing up, striking out on their own, what's going to happen to them? Pray for your children. Pray, pray, pray. And even after they get out on their own. But in preparation for that day when they'll get out on their own, raise them in the Lord. Raise them to be faithful to God, dedicated, serving him. Take them to church services, Bible classes all the time. Set that example before them in your life as well. Well, we don't have to worry about things that are almost certainly going to happen. Just take the proper steps to prepare for those things. Don't let that eat away, that worry eat away at your heart. We'll look at the next classification of things people worry about next time. Let's pray. Father, thank you for being there for us and with us by your promise if we will walk with you in faithful obedience consistently. Help us to do that, Father, and help us to put worry out of our lives, out of our hearts. Help us to grab onto the assurance that you are there with us as long as we are there with you. And that as we come to you for forgiveness through Jesus Christ, you promise us the peace that passes understanding, the peace that comes by knowing that we're forgiven and saved and that you're there with us. Help us, Father. And praise, glory, honor, and thanks be to you. Please forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.